A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiya, before we get into this podcast, please consider joining us on Red Men Plus. We have tons of amazing content coming out every single day in both podcast and video form. So get over there and sign up today. Now back to your podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the Red Men TV, it's Premier League match build-up show action, it's me, it's Dan Club, it's Chloe Bloxham in the house to discuss this one, we've got Betmate as well as our sponsors today, uh, we'll be picking our team later on against Aston Villa, Liverpool trying to win a share of a £1,000, but the Prem, Chloe, is back, how excited are you for this game on Boxing Day? I'm, I'm just excited to see the Reds, I mean, obviously... The City result was a little bit disappointing, but to be honest, yeah, um, I wasn't as gutted as I thought I would be um, because of the, the team we fielded. And, I, you know, City are a boss team. They had a very strong lineup, so I didn't really expect much out of it. Um, but with players coming back from the World Cup, I'm expecting Liverpool to go full force, go at it, um, and hopefully come away from Villa Park with three big points. Yeah, and I, that, I think that's it, isn't it? Obviously... You can kind of compartmentalise Dan the mm. result against Manchester City because yeah. is it the last pre-season game or was it a real game that we were trying to win? Where did you actually sit and what did you actually think of the performance, I suppose, first? The performance was a little bit all over the place. From both teams, really, it felt a little bit like, right, there's 22 players, let's just go for it gung-ho and one of us is going to come out on top. It just so happened it was City, probably because they were more clinical, if we're going to be honest. Um, but both teams had chances. Both teams, both managers would go away from that and think, that isn't what I want one of my best team performances to look like at all, in any way, shape or form. Klopp essentially said that himself. So I think you can pretty much write that game off. Like Chloe, references there I think a bit disappointed to lose because you want to progress you want to try and defend the Carabao Cup if you had anybody win any game of football but it was one of them when a few minutes after the fact you kind of go alright I can brush that off quite easily because it's a Carabao Cup we're just back and then you look at what's to come in terms of the Premier League and how important it is and the fact it's Boxing Day which is the pinnacle of all football days it was quite easy to go whatever move on on to bigger and better things but yeah in terms of performance one of them really a few sort of positives quite a few negatives to take from it but it was nowhere near as polished and as sort of pristine as Klopp would have hoped for. Can you pick one player that impressed you? <laughs> I probably well, probably Nat Phillips. Honestly, if you put in terms of what we got coming forward, that doesn't really come into the reckoning. As good as he was when he came on, he's not likely to sort of usurp Virgil, Canate, or Massif. Um, so probably have to go Carvalho. I actually, his all-round game wasn't outstanding for forty-five minutes, but what he did do. Is he That's took his goal really nicely? You know that you pick Carvalho. Did it? Yeah. He took his goal really nicely, and I think that showed a little bit. 
in terms of sort of where he's at as a player because to have a difficult start to the game which Liverpool had actually not just Carvalho but then still to get yourself in the right moment at the right time and to finish so coolly and be so composed in that moment when we've just gone behind that shows a little bit for me in a game that wasn't full of huge positives like I could sit here and say Thiago was good I could sit here and say Robertson was good but we, we know that you know what mm-hmm. I mean like we, it's the other people you want to see something from so I'd probably pick Carvalho out what there. about you if you had to pick one player that impressed you the most Fabinho, or one yeah 100%. okay yeah um, I thought when he came on the slide tackles you, the the Fabinho that we know of I saw glimpses of and I thought he was excellent when he came on and some people thought was you know when I said excellent they were like you're going a bit over the top there but he was winning the ball back for us it wasn't his fault with the goals really I mean our goals that a shambolic defending for all three um, yet Mares has a lovely touch and finish but mm. we get done in the middle of the park Fabinho actually is the one who wins the ball back Thiago can't control it and Rodri no one's around him um, but when Fabinho came on the slide tackles the aggression he just looked faster he looked more up to speed um, and I think he... it's fair to say there was a comparison to be made to Bajetic as well and what he offered there yeah, I think I don't think Stefan did bad, but the the problem was was we were getting bypassed far too many mm. times in that midfield, and you could tell it within the first twenty minutes they were all over us. We weren't getting out to Kevin De Bruyne, who's one of the most deadliest players on a football pitch, um, and I don't think he did bad in possession. He was quite calm on the ball, but at times we did look with with Harvey Elliott and Thiago. I didn't think Thiago started brilliantly. I didn't think Harvey Elliott had a brilliant game. It did look a little bit like we were headless chickens because. City were pressing us so much. Fabinho, when he came on, he had some sort of aggression to win it back. He wasn't getting bypassed. Um, and yeah, he probably wasn't brilliant. Like, like I thought he did really, really well, to be honest. But maybe that's because he's been so bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure. Um, but I just thought I saw the Fabinho that I know there. Yeah, okay, I like that. I like those two picks. Nice, interesting to have two different picks as well. The one thing that I suppose I was most disappointed about, and it's something that you sort of alluded to there, is Pep Linders in his press conference pre-Manchester City. And we will get on to the Aston Villa game, but I think it's all part and yeah, parcel. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's so intrinsically so close tied together, together as well, as well yeah, isn't yeah. it? With it being the, the, you know, the first game back in the Premier League and stuff. Pep Linders spoke in his press conference about how they've been working on shape. They've been working on in and out possession where they're supposed to be. I didn't see that, to be honest with you, against Manchester City. I saw a team that didn't know where they were supposed to be, didn't know how to move in and out of possession, and ultimately... I don't think we really had a game plan to how to attack Manchester City and that's the thing that really disappointed me mm. I couldn't get my head around why we would give Keller had the ball and we had two centre halves and the full backs were nowhere near and yet the full backs never got involved in the attack like I, don't, I, don't, I can't I, why were they so far away from the defenders mm. and why were they nowhere near the attack and how have they managed to do that yeah. it, it, it was baffling to me I just it felt like there was no game plan against City and that's the thing that really disappoints me I can forgive fit, kicking the ball over the bar you know but there was the one point where Mo Salah came back for the ball as Jordan Henderson had it in the midfield and Hendo just ignored him and played a direct through ball that didn't get through to Darwin Nunes I'm like 
is the plan here just to get the ball behind as fast as possible? Why are we ignoring our best player when mm. he's asking for the football? I just couldn't... It, it didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't thread it together. There's a few instances of that as well, particularly when we were attacking. I think there's a few times when Salah was coming short or Salah was making a different run and we were just sort of playing into a space where we thought Salah might be. It was like you say, they've had all these weeks to sort of work on stuff. You'd, you would have imagined it would have been quite sort of polished and pristine in terms of where players were in a different structure. I think, you know, credit to City... They they look like they've worked on set pieces quite a lot during their break. We didn't really have any of that. It was almost as if... And you kind of forgive them a little bit because that 11 doesn't play together very often. So you can kind of say, oh, yeah, they're learning a little bit on the job. But at the same time... They've been together for a month. They've been together for a month, yeah. Surely they've been sort of honing themselves for this game. But it did. But like I say, it didn't feel like that from either team. It did feel a little bit sort of, oh, this game's here now. What are we going to do? Go on then, go and see what you can do. Because both teams could have easily ran away with that game of football. Probably just a City edged it in terms of what they created. But yeah, there was no sort of real structure to our game, which was disappointing. Um, and I think the, sort of the main takeaway from it was just how tight the old word, they're all knackered by the end of it. I think Robbo referenced it, didn't he? He was saying, which might play into the Villa game, of course, but Robbo said they were out on the feet by the end of it, which just shows you that no matter how much training they do in Dubai and stuff like that, nothing replicates that sort of intensity of football, proper match football, especially against Man City. Uh, that's it, isn't it, Chloe? I think, you know, I think there was probably some pre-planned substitutions in there as well, which said to me by both managers that they weren't treating this like a do-or-die cup game. It was more about getting minutes in the legs and you kind of went, oh, if you went out and you kind of went, OK, cool, if you go through, is mm. that the feeling you got? Yeah, it was, but, you know, leading up to it, I was thinking more about we have to win something this season and this is an opportunity. You know, we look miles away from the league, let's be honest, and, and my heart will always have hope, even if it's buried deep, deep down. Um, the, the Champions League, you've got a tie against Real Madrid. You know, one of the hardest, if not the hardest, that we could have got. Um, so it was also one of them where you actually, you wanted to set the tone, you wanted to see the players back. Um, I found it a bit mad, and I guess maybe it is fitness, that like, you know, they had Rodri back, you know, they had Cancelo on the bench, they had Walker on the... They had all these players who'd gone out at the same time as... Nathan Ache was playing. Virgil van Dijk wasn't back with us. You know, Trent, I think, was ill, so he could have been a part mm. of the, the squad. It just felt like they had all their players who'd gone out at the same round as we had, but they were all in the squad. And we we just we didn't have an attack and substitution aside from Alex Oxley Jamelin to bring on the on the pitch. I think you could have ended that sentence halfway through, to be honest. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, men like, but, no, but and he, he played a great ball through. He did play the ball. He's a midfielder by trade, isn't yeah. he? As well, I think the Virgil point is obviously a good one. But Klopp said afterwards, and he's because he played every minute, basically every game of football so yeah, far he, this he season. Played the, so. He's played the most minutes out of everybody in the Liverpool squad. I think it's like one thousand eight hundred and ninety, and he's played four hundred and eighty minutes in the yeah. World Cup, so the most that of any Liverpool player in the World Cup as well something like that yeah. so that's the reasoning why you're absolutely spot on and it also goes to your point Just it also goes to your point about both managers kind of saying oh, if we go out we go out like if Klopp was really serious about getting through this tie he would have at least had Virgil on the bench he'd have said I know you're tired I know you've played a lot but come on we're off to Manchester OK well let's uh, let's now sort of shift it and highlight the game against uh, Aston Villa Unai Emery is in charge it'll be his fourth competitive game uh, in charge of Aston Villa he's obviously had a few friendlies and stuff um, he beat United in their first game then lost to United in the cup didn't he um, beat Chelsea in a friendly um, always a 
he's a manager that I think going back to the Europa League final, Claude, welcome to you. He's got something, hasn't he? You know, I am right, and I think he's been massively disrespected in English football. Yeah, he's a brilliant manager, um, and he's a lovable character. I actually really, really like him, um, and I think he'll he'll do a good job at Villa. He's got tactics, and if he gets them to work for them and buy into his his ideas, then they'll do everything for him. It's a place where you know. I mean, yeah, there's probably better players and teams out there than Aston Villa, but Villa Park, what a what a ground, what an atmosphere. First game back away at Villa, that is not easy. It's going to be like mayhem. Um, and, you know, it, it's one of them where we don't know enough about Unai Emery's Aston Villa side, but we know about Unai Emery. Um, and I don't really base him off Arsenal or what happened there. I base him off what he's done abroad um, and his character and his, his tactics and he's very, very good. Um, and we've already seen glimpses of that at Aston Villa. You know, you mentioned Manchester United there in his first game. So, yeah, uh, not an easy one, but you've got you've to go for it um, and hope that maybe them being so excited, they might have mistakes in them. Yeah, what do you think, Dan? How do you think they're going to set up for this one, mate? Um, well, how I, I think they'll set up rather defensively and look to play on the counter-attack. What we do know about Unai Emery, I think Chloe's right in terms of you can almost forget the Arsenal thing. He was treated quite poorly over here and didn't really happen for him, but taking his Sevilla and Villarreal um, exploits into consideration, he's not shy about just playing his own way. He has a set way he wants to play and he has the players at his disposal to do it, particularly at Villarreal. He'll just sit up, so sit back, soak pressure. He beat Bayern Munich doing it last year and he gave us one hell of a scare doing it as well. He'll soak up the pressure and he'll look to hit teams on the counter-attack. He'll like to have a pacey man to sort of exploit that and to go. Not entirely sure he's got that at Villa. He had obviously Dan Juma at Villarreal. Where he Bailey. has Leon Bay is probably the one you'd look to and say, there's your man, but... I don't know if he's got the quality to sort of carry it out, but that's that's the way I think he's a good player. But that's the way I think Emery will will go about it. He'll put a number of men behind the ball, look to be organised, look to say, okay, Liverpool, come on to us. But the minute we get the ball, we're turning you over and we're getting him behind quickly. I think that's the way he'll have to go about it. I think. And then thinking about the way that that Dan suggested they're going to set up Clow and, and how Liverpool played against Manchester City. Liverpool didn't have a lot of the ball against Manchester City. I think it's fair to say not many teams do get a lot of the ball against Manchester City. Are we we are going to see a completely different Liverpool side if Emery sets up like that? If he sets up like that, then yeah. But sadly, I mean, I don't want to go back to the first half of the season because it was the first. It's done and forgotten about. Except, but. But, <laughs> you know. Not in this. For this point, it's not for this about. point, it's not because at the end of the day, you've still got to go back to our problems that we haven't. In that City game, it, it looked like we hadn't worked defensively on anything. Um, and the problem is, Nottingham Forest, we had absolutely loads of the ball. What happened? Uh, well, the, we got countered and they made about seven, eight really good chances. Um, and we've done that quite a quite a couple of times this season. Um, and it's been gotten. So sometimes that doesn't doesn't help Liverpool because I'd rather them be up for it, have the atmosphere behind them and then go for it and leave more gaps for Liverpool. Um, and I, I just hope that we can hold our own, get through the first 15 for crying out loud, stop conceding these goals. Like, once again, first half of the season, we could ship goals within the first five, ten minutes. We did it against City oh, in the first half the first and the second half. half. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there is little, like, not worries, but I just need us to just be compact and solid for 15 minutes and work yourselves into the game yeah I think that's that's something that's important I mean that the start of the second half was mental like yeah. uh, you know where where I was was right by an entrance in the Etihad 
uh, from the concourses and so many people missed the two goals yeah. at the start of the second half like to be fair it looked an amazing atmosphere in that stairwell because people were just running up and jumping on people without knowing what was going on but like you can't start games like that That from the kickoff, they managed to work Erlen Haaland in somehow yes. and, he, and he skies it over no one's mentioning that one apart from me to be fair like yeah. we're all talking about Darwin Nunes um, but like it was too easy at times the big concern for me from the City game was the, the how many people they just had overloading us at times mm-hmm. and unmarked arriving into the box and if you're a counter-attacking side that could happen quite easily um, where Liverpool could find themselves uh, at a numerical di- uh, disadvantage yeah. at a numerical disadvantage when, when you are defending your own goal and something that City are, I'd say probably the best in the world that is having more numbers of attackers than, than the other team have got defenders but yeah. it's something that Liverpool clearly need to watch out for uh, against Villa um, okay little look at the league table then I think I'm going to go to this on the screen if I may uh, Arsenal currently on 37 points uh, Man City 32 so uh, 5 games back Newcastle on 30 Tottenham on 29 uh, Man United on 26 points Liverpool on 22 so we're 4 points behind 5th place Manchester United and we're 7 points but with a game in hand behind Tottenham Hotspur um, lots of games coming up in quick succession here mm-hmm. uh, Dan we have to get a win I think just which is mad, yeah. But we do almost have to get a win. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, it's such a crucial period of the season as well. In terms of we've just come back from the huge break, it's so important how we start this. We can all kind of, with a heavy heart, say our oh, last night was what it was. We can move on from that. But all of a sudden, if we don't pick up sort of nine points from this period, certainly starting with three on Boxing Day, all of a sudden that loss in the League Cup goes. Oh, that really does hurt now. You know what I mean? So it's so important, like you say, for the league as well, because. We miss out on top four. We miss out on a lot of other things. Which I think you're going to come on. Yeah, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, won't, I won't say it, but it's no, true. Say it. Bring it's it up. No, we're we going there next anyway. And it's something not a lot of people are really considering. We're, lot, we're all getting carried away with this Bellingham chat and what it's going to cost. And mo- most people are seeing the finances as a stumbling block. And everyone's saying, well, that's going to be your problem. We won't stump up X amount of money compared to City or Real Madrid. But realistically, that's probably not the biggest issue in this. It's, it's Champions League football. If we're not playing Champions League football, we don't have you Bellingham. I think it's pretty much that And before simple. the January transfer window opens, if we don't get nine points... It might look unlikely that we're going to get Champions League football. Yeah, which might also sort of scupper who we want to get, if anyone, in January as well, because they might want Champions League football. They might be coming of a certain ilk and certain level whereby they need to be playing in Champions League too. So, yeah, it's crucial. It's crucial for so many reasons. I think the confidence among the fan base, the confidence amongst the players, because their confidence was shot to bits at time in the first half of the season, you could tell. And I think if we come back, and it's supposed to be sort of this new dawn of like, oh yeah, the season's cutting off, we can go again, we can start afresh, forget about what was going on before. And if we get beat sort of first game into it, proper game into it anyway, here we are again, sort of the dark clouds are glooming and everything looks really bad. Yeah, do you think do you think we are going to see a different Liverpool this second half of the season? Genuinely, I couldn't tell you. The, the only thing I can say is if it... it sh- I don't want to say it, actually. It'll jinx it. I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> no. I'm intrigued now. <laughs> can you tell us off camera or yeah, will yeah, it still yeah, jinx okay, it? Okay, sure. um, I'll touch wood somewhere. Um, but the, the thing for me is, is that I just don't know because I look at individual players and they've got errors in them this season all over the park. Um, and the thing is, is that I saw it again against Manchester City. And if you've had a month to work on that, and these players don't look like they're in any form of shape and getting bypassed, and I know we had not our starting eleven out, yeah. but there's players there that Joe Gomez, 
what what the hell has happened to him? Um, so I, I, I'm hoping to see a new Liverpool. I'm hoping that the time has helped us, and it should have, because I don't know what you're doing in, in the mid-season if you haven't fixed anything here. Mm. Um, but at the same time, there is slight worry in me that there's still something there that could affect us. Um, but, I mean... You don't need to be perfect to win a Champions League. And if that's the way that we've got to look in three, four, five games' time to win, uh, well, to get into top four, then Jesus Christ, that, that is our only hope for that. Okay, we're going to have a very short break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the injuries, uh, the decisions that Klopp has got to sort of face up to today. And we're going to discuss the teams that we think Liverpool could potentially start with against Villa on Boxing Day. Uh, before we do, I've got a trivia question for you. If you are watching live or if you're at home watching on demand you can have a go at this how many games have we played against Unai Emery teams that is how many games have we played against Unai Emery teams so we'll see you shortly Right, you freeloaders. I know you like Red Men TV. I know you like us and the like content that we do. If you want more of that, some incredible documentaries, along with hours and hours of Liverpool-focused content every single week, then get on to redmenplus.com. Get yourself signed up, support us, and allow us to do these YouTube videos for free forever. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, uh, very short break there. If you want to check sure. out Red Men Plus, we've got some incredible content. Uh, the my uh, what's it called? My Liverpool Dream Team. Is that the brand? Oh, no, just Liverpool Dream Team. Liverpool Dream Team. You're getting my Liverpool debut and Liverpool Dream Teams confused. I though. mean, there's so much content. It's so it's easy to get confused. Um, there's that much on there. Honestly, the say it again. Say what? My my no, oh, sorry. Liverpool Dream Liverpool Team. Teams. Liverpool yeah. Dream Team. It's a brilliant series. Actually, we've got loads yeah, coming yeah, out over it. Christmas as well. Who's the next one that's coming out? Is it Spearing? Yeah, Jay Spearing. Nice. On Christmas, tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. What a present. Lovely. What a what a. Way good to you. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> How good are we? And that's called. Liverpool Dream Team. There you go. <laughs> uh, so the uh, quiz question, uh, trivia question was, how many times have we played against a side managed by Unai Emery? I should have mentioned that. I don't know whether he was a footballer or not. Uh, I think he was. Um, what are we going with? 
Did we, did we play Arsenal? Two, was he there for two seasons? I, I think, I, I, we said seven or eight. I think yeah. we should edge on the higher side of it. Let's go eighth. Okay. Oh, so unlucky. Seven. 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 Oh, seven. Bonus point. If you can tell me our win, draw, loss record in those seven games. One. I'm going to say one, one. four. Yeah. Drew two, lost one. One four, drew two, lost one. It's a complete one stab five. in the dark. I mean, to be fair. We, ha- we, are, we obviously battered Arsenal. One four. Yeah. Drew two, lost one. Incredible. Wow. Like uh, although one of those draws we went through on pens, but um, I gave it as the draw. I gave I'm it as the draw. I put it in my way. I put it in the draw column, not the win column. Oh, so well right. done. Absolutely. Superb. And you were so close to 100%. I mean, just imagine what would have happened if Steve Plunkett was here. He'd have dragged his arm in some way. <laughs> uh, content coming Christmas Day, I yeah. think, on that one. 15 times. <laughs> and we've never, ever beat Unai Emery, Steve Plunkett, as I said. <laughs> um, so there you go. I'm going to get into some of the live comments and stuff now to see if anybody got them. It's Crossbow said 10. Unlucky. Thomas Lloyd Roberts, seven times. Well done. Nice. Crosscourt Tennis said seven or eight. He went eight as well. Duh. Loser. Uh, unlucky. <laughs> uh, Nicholas, Nicholas just went 50. Question mark. That's um, Steve Punk. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's Steve Punk's <laughs> his alias. His alias. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, lost his sphere in the final. Beat Arsenal three times. Beat Villarreal once. Uh, no, you're unlucky there, mate. Unlucky. Uh, so, let's talk about it then. The injuries that Liverpool players have got first and foremost. Let's try and run through these. Make sure I don't miss anybody. We've got no Curtis Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to have Ibu Canate. It's not through injury, but he's just not going to be ready and available after the World Cup. We're not going to have uh, Louis Diaz after his LCL injury. Uh, we're not going to have Diogo Jota back. Uh, Bobby right now is out with a calf. Uh, and uh, Arthur Mello is out. Trent was mm-hmm. Ill mm-hmm. uh, for the game against Manchester City and Milner is currently being assessed yeah. after going off with a hamstring uh, against Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some key decisions that Klopp's going to have to make. I think let's look, look through some of the minutes that these players played. Cater played twenty minutes the other night. Jordan played thirty minutes. Fab played forty-five. Ox played forty-five. Mm-hmm. Virgil Van Dijk should be back in as he was training uh, in full yeah. uh, yesterday. I think it was on Thursday. Um, is there anyone, Dan, of the players that I've just mentioned, Cater, Jordan, Fab, Ox, yep. that you would have in your side? Yeah, two of them. Okay. Don't yeah. say the player there. Is it Jordan and Fab? Yeah, it's Jordan and Fab. Yeah, it is. And do you want me to sort of name why and who? In terms of like Jordan for yeah. Elliot, I go Jordan for Elliot in terms of last night's start eleven. I'm, listen, I'm a huge Harvey Elliott fan, absolutely huge Harvey Elliott fan. It's actually because he's played so much football, um, Harvey Elliott. And I know we've just come back from this huge break, but he actually played quite a bit in our mid-season as well. In terms of those two friendlies, it might be a nice opportunity to sort of pull him out of the firing line a little bit for a week or so, perhaps. And we've got so much coming up that he is going to be required. So. I would go Henderson for him in terms of starting eleven, and Fab comes in for Pajetic, doesn't he? Um, and I agree with Chloe. I think we've seen glimpses of Fabinho getting back to something like his best last night. I don't think it was perfect, but compared to what we were seeing sort of before the break, he was much closer. So, yeah, I think those are pretty much shoe ins to come into the starting eleven for me. Chloe, on to you. Um, obviously, with Firmino out of the calf at the moment. It's pretty disappointing that we play a 4-3-3 formation and we've only got two forwards at the football club. Um, obviously, Dan was impressed with Carvalho. Do you think it's as simple a fix as maybe Carvalho stays in or has the 45 from Ox done anything to change your mind? I didn't think Ox played that bad. Uh, he does a really good ball for Darwin Nunes, who gets the assist for Salah. Yeah. Um, 
I think there was one where he went down in the box. It looked like a soft penalty, if I'm being honest. Ah, no, I'm not having that. Like, if if their depends? arm extends okay. fully, mm. that's a full push. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he, he influenced the game. I think Carvalho, he has a really good finish. I think he actually scuffs it a little bit. I don't, I don't think he hits it as true as he... Oh, like, I that. Like, but sometimes that helps. Like, sometimes you've got to not hit it. I thought he that really well. No, he, it, it's great. He's, like, in the correct position It's and great, but he scuffed it. I just don't think he's got as much power behind it as he wants it. Okay. Like it looks so like it. Like it felt like it took a year to get over the line. I felt like he passed it into the he net. He passed it and he stroked it into the net, where the keeper can't reach it. I'm sad with mm, that finish. No, I'm I'm sad with the finish. I'm sad with the move. I'm sad with just him being it. there. I just I looked at it on the replay and thought he's maybe not hit that as as much as he wanted to there. Okay. Um, and don't get me wrong, he scores. So who gives a damn? Yeah. Um, and Carver, I think he got lost a little bit at times, to be honest. I don't think we had an out ball. He lost the ball a little bit, and I don't want to crap on him because I, I didn't think he was that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets a goal. Um, he influences the play a bit, but we needed an out ball, and none of them could hold the ball up. And when Ox came on, you know, he kept it fairly fairly well. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a real hard one, to be honest. I, I, I don't know what you do because... I'd say you probably play Carvalho because he has played left wing before and Ox is more right side. Um, but there's there's an option there to rotate if needed. I'm thinking who's better off the bench and to be perfectly honest, you know, the, the we've got one lad who's a teenager and the other who hasn't influenced Liverpool Football Club in quite a while. Um, so yeah, that that's that's a hard one for you. Okay. To pick. I'm going to change up the agenda slightly and I'm going to ask Dan, what's your back line for this game? Okay, um, providing Trent is fine, it, it suggested last night Klopp that he would be for me. He seems to be okay. So Trent, um, Matip alongside Virgil Van Dijk and Andy Robertson. If Trent isn't available, I is it Joe Ramsey. or is it Ramsey? Ramsey? I think it's Ramsey. Ramsey. I think it's Ramsey. I can't have Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez. I think he's a better right back than centre back at the moment. He is one hundred percent. And do you know what? It's funny you should say that. Last night when it happened, I actually said because a lot of people were calling for Ramsey to come on. I think he killed two birds with one stone there in terms of shifting Gomez out of centre half. Yeah. I think he thought I need to get him away from the firing line and get yeah. him over to right back. And he he was a lot better at right back because. Listen, we all know Trent comes in for loads of criticism for how he defends, but realistically, right back isn't sort of as crucial in terms of defensively because most of the stuff is happening sort of by the very nature of position, kind of away from the goal a little bit. Whereas when Joe Gomez makes his mistakes at centre half, it's like, wow, like we concede from them, quite literally concede from them. So, yeah, I think Gomez at right back would be fine. It, do you want to I'm kind of toss of a coin with them two, Ramsey. And I, I like Ramsey, I've been impressed with his early start and I'd like to see more of him, so that's why I went with him. But if it was Gomez, I'd be okay with that. And the reason I'd I went, be shocked if he played Ramsey away from home yeah, boxing yeah, night. And I would really as well. But then like Gomez that. just played ninety minutes. So does he factor that into it? Because we all know how they think now, and the sports science behind everything. Can he go again? And listen, if Trent's out for another game, they might need Gomez then. It's difficult. So we are going to have to see Ramsey at some point. Because Milner, listen, I know he said it was not serious, but it's a hamstring. He's he's thirty-seven he was years old. Yeah, it's a, a few minutes. Before it's a problem. He goes off. And I actually think for me, and just on the topic, I, I know you're going to come to Forbes. I don't think. Firmino's going to be involved. No. Neil Jones said he's not, essentially. <sighs> Delightful. I know. feel for you then, Clown? Uh, straightforward. Hand down, fab, Thiago. Nice. Get catered away from that midfield right now. What did you think of him when he came on? Absolutely atrocious. Genuinely. Like, I just thought, like, I'm so sorry. He gave the ball away quite a bit, didn't Every he? time he got the ball, he gave it away. Um, 
And like she I pull understand, our, she doesn't pull a punch. She's our cloud, does she? Not like I'm just I mean, if she doesn't like her. someone, she'll yeah. let you know. Like. No, I, look, for as long as he plays in red, I'll, I'll get behind him. But I am sick and tired of you either being injured or you coming it's back fair. and you're not playing. But boss, like if you're injured, just stay away from me. Leave. Do you think it's, a shop, think it's a shop window thing a little bit last night, Kater? Uh For himself, obviously not for the club. Well, he like, hasn't done no. a good job if that's no. the game. I don't know. I don't know. But I showing he's fit, even I... look, he can play. He's playing footy. This lad, look. Yeah, come on, I come and get him. It's very much a case of he's going to have a host of mid-table clubs looking at him. Because In I any don't, league. I do, yeah, because I do not see that any top tier club would look at his availability record and think this is the guy to change yeah. us. I think there, there might be someone lower down the league that thinks we can take a risk on him and hope that he stays fit because he's a game changer for us and our team. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I think he will be probably slightly disappointed with the teams that are looking at him. You know, it would not surprise me if he started tomorrow and actually put in, you know, an eight out of ten performance. And you thought it would wow. surprise me because Christmas Eve tomorrow. Uh, oh, well, you know, <laughs> next game. Um, they, they all merge into one. I'm sorry, I couldn't, back. I couldn't leave it. Um, no, but it wouldn't surprise me if he put in eight out of ten performance and then next week was dragged off after 30 minutes and then the week after that got injured. You just don't know what you're going to get from him. Um, and on his day, he's brilliant. Yeah, he I, he's a boss footballer. No, the he way is, he carries yeah. the ball. But you just don't see enough of it and I do get absolutely bored of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just want to say a little bit of a warning here for Dan. Like, uh, watch out, Chloe bodies people, and she'll be she knows hunting you down now. <laughs> she knows her. She's waiting. <laughs> she, up. Any slip up, the next twenty minutes, I'm in. She is absolutely going to tear you down. All kinds of trouble here. You need to watch your step. Don't even. Don't come to me. Don't wrong. come to me. No, for a little I just bit. ignore like, you yeah, for the rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> uh, but then there's more likelihood of me messing up, and then Chloe body and me instead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I might it's, just throw questions after questions to you. You sure? Are we going to be okay? We can ask Dan questions without fear of you beheading him live on YouTube. Yeah, sure. Okay, sounds. Uh, I'm going to go with the forward line then. Um, I I say that well, two of them are dead easy for a start. Yeah. I mean, Darwin Nunes is fit, so he's going to start, and uh, Mo Salah is fit, so he's going to start. The third one is a little bit more of an interesting one. Um, if he plays four three three, I don't see how you can't play Carvalho. Mm-hmm. But also there was a large portion of time where he wasn't playing 4-3-3 last night and Ox was like in this like pseudo number 10 and Nunes and Salah had got a little bit closer together and I thought we'd put that behind us because it didn't really work. I kind of would have preferred to see Elliot in that role than Oxlade-Chamberlain, to be honest. Maybe a lad who can pass the ball really like well and pick the ball, pick those balls out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put me... uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's Carvalho. Does anyone disagree? No. No, I think it's Carvalho. I think the fact he came off at half-time, Vanya doesn't have a problem, points towards the fact he's probably going to start as well. Okie dokie. Uh, well, we are, as mentioned, we are partnered up for this show uh, by Betmate. Uh, we'll be talking about our starting 11s uh, in full, the other fixtures for the other sides uh, very shortly. Uh, but if you're not onto Betmate, you can download it from the uh, Google Play Store or the iTunes Store or whatever that's called. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know. <laughs> App Store. Um, what's it called? App Store. App Store. That's a good name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should think about that for the Android store and just call it an app store. Mm. But they have to go Google Play. It's ridiculous. It's, and it's and it's shit as well, to be honest with you. Anyway, enjoy your Android phone. I've got one, but I can never find the Play Store. <laughs> um, the introduction to the concept then for Betmates is you've got to pick seven players from two teams. So in this case, it's Liverpool, it's Aston Villa. Um, 
You can have four subs as well, six players maximum from the team. So from the seven players, six of them can be Liverpool, one could be an Aston Villa player. Uh, if you decide to go with all six Liverpool players in your start 11, then you can't pick a Liverpool substitute or anything. You have to go with all Villa things. It's quite good, actually. It's quite fun. Paul seems to have found a little bit of a, a way with this now where he's starting to captain the other keeper and he mm -hmm. thinks he's really clever, but he's winning money. So it looks like he is really clever at the moment. And I really don't want him to be right because I don't want to have to start copying him. So I need us to do better. Uh, we're going to reveal mine, Paul and Steve's teams, and you guys have picked the team as well. So without further ado, let's see my team for this one. Uh, Alison Becker in goal, Andy Robertson, Joel Matip, uh, Douglas Luiz, Harvey Elliott, Mo Salah and Darwin Nunes. I've made one change to that. I put Carvalho in instead of Elliott because uh, I think Carvalho is going to be playing centre forward. Uh, let's move on to the next team then. Uh, yeah, Paul's gone with the vice captain of their goalkeeper, but he's captain Salah this time around. Gone for Thiago in the middle with Trent. He's confident that he starts. Let's see Steve's team. He's gone Trent as well. He's gone Thiago. He's captain Bobby Firmino. I think he's made that change. What was the change? Remember? He didn't. I think he brought Carvalho in. Carvalho as well. in yeah. as well. Interesting. And what's your side then? Um, we didn't do the captain or vice captain yet, so we'll, you know, now, we'll you? do that yeah. in a minute. Uh, we've got Ali and Goal, Matip and Robbo, uh, Jalen, Jacob. Jacob. I get confused with those brothers. Jacob Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey, Thiago, Darwin Nunes, and Salah up top. Okay, who's going to pick as your captain? Uh, it's obviously it, it's it's probably going to be. I guess Salah captain. Yeah. Yeah, it's double points for your captain, one and yeah. a half for your vice captain. And so then go on. Darwin Vice. So Salah yeah. captain, Darwin Vice. The reason we went with some of them, Matip and Robert included, is because we feel like they're definitely going to start. Like the Trent one's probably the pick, but we're not entirely sure he'll feature from the yeah. start. And he hasn't so. got an assist in the Premier League this season. No, that's also well. a thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's our that's our rationale. That's a good and we team. weren't going to go anywhere near Robin Olsen because he um he has terrible hands. Touch wood. I don't want to say more. I was I was clawing my way back as I was thinking in my head. I was you are on Chloe's daughter list twice now. I, know, I was out. retracting myself as I was speaking. <laughs> so you know, I was like going to say something really bad, and I went, "Oh, no, let's uh, draw him back a little bit." Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's we fine. weren't going to pick him. So it's five pounds to end. It's a thousand pound pot. We've won quite a bit of money over the course of this season. We're really enjoying it. Actually, having the banter between us as well. So you just need to open the Betmate app, sign up using the referral code Redmen. 10 if you're a new customer you'll get 10 pounds 10 pounds of free credit yes uh, if not just log in click the join icon on at the bottom of the app type in ff-avl-liv that's ff-avl-liv and you will be entered into the pot or you can search it on the homepage it's dead easy uh, try and win money against us if betting is your thing if gambling is absolutely not your thing then do not feel pressured into it obviously you've got to gamble responsibly you need to be in the UK and you need to be 18 plus to enter. Um, so just click the link in the description, download the Betmate app and get involved using the code REDMEN10. Uh, so thank you very much to Betmate once again. Back to you, Chloe. What is your full 11 for this game? Uh, Ali and Goal. I'll have to go Gomez because I don't think he's going to put Ramsey in, but I'd like Ramsey. Uh, and you don't I'd think like, Trent's going to play? See, here's the thing. I, I just don't know. Like, I want Trent to play, but what happens if it, if we've not gone with him there? I can't pick okay. him, can yeah. I? Okay. Um, Matip, Virgil, Robbo, Thiago, Fabinho, Hendo, and then it's Carvalho, Nunes and Salah. I'd really like Trent instead of Gomez. Dan, is it just Trent for... It's just Trent for Gomez for me, yeah. Trent, I think Trent will start, to be honest. 
Yeah. Then I'll I'll say Trent. Then if you if you think. Then we've all picked the exact same to, starting yeah. eleven. Um, we've got the Oppo preview today on Redmen Plus. We've got the starting eleven show live at two o'clock today on YouTube as well. We're gonna go through some of the other fixtures this weekend. I haven't looked we at go. a single. I've got no idea. It's okay. We're gonna go Boxing through it. I'm gonna tell you them. Um, Brentford Tottenham kick off the Boxing Day games at twelve thirty. Winner, please, Clout. Tottenham. Okay, Crystal Palace, Fulham. Uh, Crystal Palace. Everton Wolves. Wolves. Leicester Newcastle. Newcastle. Southampton Brighton. I want to say draw, but I'll go Brighton. You can say draw if you want. They lost the other day, didn't they? To some Charlton. Like Charlton on pens, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm still saying Brighton. Aston Villa Liverpool. Liverpool. Arsenal West Ham. Arsenal. Chelsea Bournemouth on the 27th at 5:30. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United, Nottingham Forest on the 27th. United. And then a big break for Manchester City, who only play on the 28th. Yeah. Uh, and it's Leeds, Manchester City. City. Yeah. Okay. I think you've done really well there. I think you've picked them all right. It's interesting that none of you went for a draw at one point during the entire no. games. I wonder how often it is. I mean, draws happen probably every weekend in the Premier League. I think so. Just some boring games. Leicester Newcastle is probably as close as I came to a draw, I think, there. Especially Leicester at home, the way you read it out. So, yeah, that's probably the closest I got. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to get into some of the comments and stuff then before we wrap it up. Uh, it's Crossbow says it's Alisson, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Costas. Oh. Discuss Costas. Thiago, Fabinho, Hendo, Salah, Nunes, Carvalho. If Robbo was saying that he was dead on his feet, yeah. could it be an option that we could see Andy Robertson, Dan? See Simicast. Simicast. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Timicast. Yeah, we all need to get that right now, don't we? Of course we do, yeah. Um of course it's an option. Yeah, I think Robbo, the fact he said that doesn't really mean a lot. He's kind of supercharged, isn't he? Yeah. That won't really matter to him necessarily. He'll wake up this morning and be good to go again, I imagine. We are gonna see Timicast at some point over these next three games because they're just so so condensed. He's going to play football, he's going to start one. I just don't think it's gonna be this one, to be honest. Okay. I mean, if Robbo's tired after one game of forty when you've had a month off, I'm I'm holding absolute no bars against you guys. I need to see better I mean, football right. than what I did in the first half of the season. I and I need it now. <laughs> yeah, sorry Robbo. So Robbo. <laughs> Chloe's just mean. I love you. Sort yourself out. Just mean. I'm doing it because I'm trying to make this have easier. Use okay. me as the punching bag, but also use Aston Villa. Okay, John Lee, David Blackshaw sent us a two pound super chat. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, happy Christmas from my family to your families. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, happy Christmas uh, to yeah. everybody yeah. For, uh, from the Redmen TV. To you, John Lee, David Blackshaw, and to everybody who has watched and commented and liked all throughout the year. Please get your likes in. It does help us. It helps for the algorithm. Yay! Woo! Algorithm chat on YouTube. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Um, sorry. All good. Sometimes I just like to go with the flow. Right, just gotta go with the flow We're sometimes. Um, Ox needs to start the next game, says Meme Lord. No, 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 no. I think if there's an obvious position for him, then I'd probably be on board with that. But I just don't think there is. The midfield is looking, I touch you, relatively healthy. I know I've done it again. It's looking relatively healthy in terms of who we've got at our disposal right now. So he can't go in there. He's never really, we've never played from the left, as far as I'm aware, in terms of regularly at all. It has been from the right. Although it's weird because naturally you'd think he would fit in better on the left, right cutting in. It just doesn't happen. What happens if he plays up top and Nunes goes on to the left? I mean, that's oh, an no. option, but it's not something I want to see. He remembers those days. Yeah, I don't uh, want to see Alex, George, you says you guys are 
top close the best Liverpool transfer this year. So there you go. Uh, and just on the Ox and the Cater thing, quickly before we wrap there it up, yeah. I really don't see the point in them now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Right. Let me hear me out. Go on. They're running down their contracts. They're not going to get offered new contracts at Liverpool Football Club. No. So you've just got to use them to spell people that are planning for. That's planning for the future. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they should only be brought in when people are injured or are tired. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't plan for having them because it's not a fucking long-term plan. I just don't see the point. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. No, Case is a brilliant player. Is, and Ox yeah. is a brilliant player on his day as well in maybe a different type of team. Mm. I just don't see the point in using them for anything other than that now. And therefore, they don't start any games of football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless someone's absolutely knackered and needs a game off. And I can't see that that's the case right now. No, you can I. Do you think there's any world whereby either of them, both of them, leave in January? No, because I can't imagine anyone will buy them. That's fair. <laughs> fair you yeah. want players who are fit, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm reliable. And Chloe's rubbing off on me as well. I think. I, think I was like, yeah. oh, I want to say I something. Bad. Pretty sure everyone was like, "Wow," when I said something, but you all feel the same. So, <laughs> so there you go. That has been the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show for Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Just one more thing to do. What is your score prediction, Chloe Bloxham? Oh, every time I do this, we lose two-one um, Liverpool. I think it's going to be a tough game. Liverpool two-nil. Three-one Liverpool. There I don't see us getting a clean sheet. Uh, why not? Oh, Ali's in goal. Ali's back. Virgil will be back. Be fine. Good times are coming. Good times are coming. Christmas is coming. And Robin Olsen's in goal for Villa. There you go. Come on. There's things to be happy about here, Chloe. There's people jinxing things in this room. It's all right. Mm, we'll see. Do you want to do the outro? No. Sure. <laughs> do you want to say anything to Dan before we go? Um, We're going to wait. No, no, okay. Sorry. Comfortable. Want to yeah. get anything else off your chest? No. Just win Liverpool. There you go. Just win Liverpool. That's what we need. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you all soon. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you want even more Liverpool podcasts in your lives, do check out Red Men Plus. From as little as £5 a month, you can get tons and tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form. So yeah, go over to redmenplus.com, check out our amazing content. I'm sure you are going to love it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.